0: Alright guys, this is Tone, this is Flag Post Sports, and this is Yankees on Deck. Let's get into it. Alright guys, this is Tone, this is Flagpost Sports, and this is On Deck. And it's been a while since we've talked. There's been some good, there's been a lot of bad. And we're going to get into what our Yankees need to do in order to do something. Just do something. Because it's getting to the point where we just don't know what we're doing anymore. It's just, it's getting ridiculous. It's getting absolutely ridiculous. This is yet another year. Another full short ALCS year. Another Aaron Boone mismanaging year. Another Brian Cashman letting us down year. Another Yankees breaking our fucking hearts year. Let's get into the good. It was a very good regular season for the most part. Minus the last two months. We had the best record in baseball. Things were clicking. The magic was in the air again. Aaron Judge, 100%, the leader of the team, leading the league in almost every offensive statistic. 62 home runs, breaking the AL regular season record for home runs. Many believing it to be the legitimate home run record, including the person speaking to you right now. But look, that's all great. And it's all amazing. And we could talk about how well Aaron Judge did, which he did very well. He turned on a big contract, bet on himself, and absolutely fucking destroyed it. Destroyed it. And he's going to get, as Brian Kasher said, a bag. A bag of money. He's going to probably get bags of money, but we'll see what's from the Yankees. We'll see what the Yankees do in the offseason as it progresses. And no matter what happens with Aaron Judge, there will be another podcast when that happens describing whether or not he's a Yankee, and captain, or he's gone and basically our entire team is gone to fucking shit. That tells you what I think about the importance of Aaron Judge. Okay, that being said, okay, the good, we said the good we had for the most part, for the most season, the best record in baseball, which was amazing. It brought back all those feelings of the 90s, and it was just absolutely amazing, right? It got not so good towards the end of the year when the injuries started piling up. D.J. LeMayu with his toe injuries. Anthony Rizzo, who was probably one of the most important guys in this lineup, minus Aaron Judge with his back issues. And just a lot of inconsistency with the offense at the end. But, again... For the most part, it was good. The last two months of the season, last month, they kind of got it back together, but let's be real. They got it back together because they were that bad. All right. So, let's just address the elephant in the room. A lot of the problems in the end were injuries. 100%. You can't blame Boone. You can't blame Cashman for the injuries the injuries piled up. DJ LeMayu. No Anthony Rizzo for a long period of time. We lost Matt Carpenter. We had guys coming back from injury pitching wise. Zach Britton went down. Rollers Chapman. Ineffective. Injured. Look. There was a lot of injuries. You can't blame that. It happens to every team. You can't say that this is the reason why we weren't winning. Every team has injuries to deal with it. But it definitely was a factor. 100% 100 a motherfucking factor. What wasn't a factor was once we got to the playoffs. This team, who inserted Oswaldo Cabrera, who was thought to be one of the best prospects in the farm system, who turned out to be just an absolute fucking army Swiss knife. Wherever you put him in the lineup, he just played defense. He had... One of the most assists in the outfield for a guy that's played basically a month and a half. Hitting was okay, but you know you can't expect too much for a guy that was just kind of thrown into things in the last month or so. You got Oswald Peraza, who was thought to be the second best shortstop in the form system behind Anthony Volpe. And in my estimation, a little underused in the last month or so. Listen, Isaiah kind of falafa, he did the best he could for the first 75% of the year, but let's face it, he, he wasn't used to this kind of role and this kind of pressure at the end. And, look, he he you could tell that he was feeling it and that, you know, he, he, was, he was faltering a little at the end. Peraza should have probably played a little bit more. Harrison Bader, who came in from St. Louis in the Montgomery trade, And, look, he he had a good final couple weeks of season. Obviously did very well in the playoffs. One of our more consistent and clutch hitters. So, you can't blame him for that, right? Um, Look, that was good and that was great and we got to the playoffs and then we played Cleveland and the ALDS. We had five days off to prepare for whichever team came out of this, came down to The Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland... Sorry, I said Indians. The Cleveland, it's the Indians. Let's not fucking... Let's not go there. It's the Indians. They're Indians, people. It's not racist. I don't care what you say. But, as I calls call them, the Guardians, the Indians, whatever you want to call them, they have a great pitching staff, and they have a nice young roster led by Jose Ramirez. And they gave the Yankees a lot of problems. The Yankees had a roster that... Even though they had a lot of injuries, DJ Lemayo wasn't on there, Andrew Bentendi wasn't on there. Look, they had a good enough team to beat this team probably very easily. There's a lot of missteps management-wise. Boone was Boone. Boone, for whatever reason, I don't know why, once he gets to the playoffs or the end of the season, he just does not know what to do as far as managing this team correctly. And look, it was obvious he was a little above his head again in his fifth year as Yankee manager. But they had enough, and they won, and they beat the the Guardians. And they moved on to the Astros. And they played the Astros, and this team looked like a team that barely won against the Guardians and put everything into that series and just had nothing left in the tank. Our pitching was there. Our hating didn't really show up. And the Astros, let's face it, they just overmatched us. Absolutely overmatched us. This is the team that you have to play and build your roster against. This is the team that's there every single year. And this is the team that you've got to guide your team to win against. Back in the 90s, it was the Braves. Maybe in the Padres towards the end of the 90s. These were the teams that you knew were going to be there at the end of the year and that your team was built to beat. The Yankees, for the better part of the last six or seven years, for some reason just don't get this. They don't understand that the end of the road is going to come down to them if they get there, and the Astros. They will need to beat the Astros if they have any chance of going to the World Series. It's, that's just a fact. That's not a what-if that's happened every single time so far. And they've done nothing to address this. They've done nothing to get this team ready for the Astros. And it showed. They were swept in four games. They put up a little bit of fight. They had to lead in a couple of games. But what it comes down to is, can you finish a team like this? Do you have the depth? Do you have the pitching? And they had nothing. They had nothing to answer against the Astros. And it was obvious It was just obvious. We were swept. We looked horrible. It was very bad. And now we have to go through another offseason. And another offseason where we're calling for Aaron Boone to be fired. Another offseason where we're calling for Brian Cashman to be fired. Boone signed a contract last year. He has another three years left. Cashman, his contract's up after his baseball season's over. And what are the Yankees going to do? What is their plan? How do they fix this team? Do they change the culture? Do they change the management? Do they change the coach? Don Mattingly, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the season? The, the Marlins already said that they're not going to retain him. What do you do? What do you do? Well, runner, Runner, very little that he ever says, Already came out and said that, nope, I have no plans on changing the manager of this team. Which means, unless he has a sudden change of heart, it's going to be Aaron Moon for yet another, another lost season. So, who knows what's going to happen and what's going to happen with Cashman. They haven't announced anything with Cashman yet, but they didn't announce that on this Friday, That they're going to have a press conference with the media. They've asked for media availability. And all that means is that they're just going to say that we failed. We're going to try harder. We're going to do the best we can to make this team more competitive. It's basically the same thing that we've heard year after year after year. For the past, every year since 2009. Since the dynasty years in the 90s and early 2000s. This team deserves better. They make the most money of any Major League Baseball team. Forbes Forbes says it. Not me. It's a fact. Why isn't this team spending like the Dodgers? The Dodgers, year in, year out. They go for it. They don't stop. They don't let up. They have an amazing roster, young talent, yet they still add and they add and they don't stop. They just add until they get a World Series. So they get to World Series consistently have the best record every year. Why don't we spend like that? Why doesn't Hal Steinbrenner spend the most? If George Steinbrenner was alive, you couldn't believe that he would not put up with a minute of this crap. The embarrassment of losing year after year to the same team over and over and over. But this is Hal, and it's not George. And this is where we live now. So, we have to live with what we have. But Aaron Judge, he's a free agent. Who knows what's going to happen with him. And there's going to be a lot of other free agents. We have Jameson Tyone. Anthony Rizzo can opt out of his contract. There's going to be a lot of decisions that need to be made. If I'm the GM to the Yankees, what do I do? What do you do, Tom? Tell me. Tell me what you do. Number one, and this is no apparent order, you have to move Aaron Hicks. He had another abysmal season where he just played horrible. Top to bottom, offense bad, defense bad. And he may mean well, and I'm sure a lot of baseball players mean well, but when you're not performing, when you play for the Yankees and you're making 16 to $18 million a year, you can't be on this roster. You have to be moved. The next move, Josh Donaldson. I don't want to hear that he has elite defense. He did not have elite offense. His defense was maybe at best 75% of what an all-star third baseman should be. Is it better than we have? I don't know if it's better than Gio or Sherla. He did have his moments, but he also had his moments where he didn't look good in the field. His offense was not good. This is a guy that was an MVP in this league, and he basically hit 15 and 40. He can't hit 15 to 40 and expect to be on the Yankees. Especially playing third base. That's the position that we need to have output. What's another move you do? Rollins Chapman. Not getting re-signed. Bye-bye. Not happening. We need to move on. Next move. What do we do? Gleyber Torres had a better year this year. Playing second base. But he's young enough where you can move him to a different team. Get something out of him. And... That's what you do. you got to make the move at second base because you do have a lot of young talent. You can move Oswald Poraza there. He could play there. And if you have Anthony Volpe, who's your number one prospect, you bring him up to play shortstop this year. You do not hold him out for another year. These are moves you need to make. These are moves that you have to make. And we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Whenever there's a move, whenever there's news, I'll be back. We'll have another podcast. But until then, this is Tone. This is Flagpole Sports, and this is On Deck.